That then the sound of Jared Reynolds with You Are Faithful and He is indeed a faithful God. Uh, we also learned that through the testimony of our guest today, Nifemi Ashani. She's a Pan-African Nigerian Canadian and internationally published fashion stylist culture curator and multimedia writer based in Edmonton in Canada. And she's a research youth ambassador at Fashion Takes Action, which is Canada's only NPO dedicated to advocating sustainability in the entire fashion system. Nifemi, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Pulpit and Cape Pulpit today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I want to start just by asking you this question. When I go through your Instagram account, I see that you are confident, that you are beautiful and that you are bold. Have you always had this confidence and boldness about you? Um, I would say yes. Growing up, I've always been an active child um, and just enjoying, just learning about myself. I feel like I get it from my mom. My confidence I get it from my mom definitely. And growing up, I've just learned to um honor myself more and honor my my giftings more. So yeah. We'll get to how you discovered those giftings in a while, but I want you to take me back to your childhood. Um, you just alluded to your mother's role in your life. Take us back to growing up in Nigeria, uh, what mm. that was like. Um, so my memory of growing up in Nigeria is a little bit faint, but I actually grew up in South Africa. So I moved to South Africa when I was six years old. And that's where um, a lot of my church family was at the at the start of my, in my childhood. I had a lot of close friends always running around. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom and my parents, had always they're both pastors as well so they've always had like this toughness to them right making sure that their daughter is you know doing the right things and living in Johannesburg it is we have to be very careful of you know our surroundings because not many things are not safe and whatnot so growing up I already had to have like this toughness to me just because of the surrounding that I that I um just the the environment that I lived in right so yeah so how did you then end up in Canada? How um, you- I ended up in Canada because my dad got a job here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they wanted to move, actually. Um, at the time, I moved from South Africa when I was 10. So this was 20, 2010 was when I moved I moved um, to Canada here. Um, I believe my dad wanted us to actually live in a new environment because... Um, at the time, Joburg was just not really safe for mm-hmm. raising children. And he, my dad also wanted to live in a, in an area where there'll be more opportunities for, for us growing up. So that's when we moved to Canada in 2010. And yeah, I've been here ever since. <laughs> now, as you said, your memory might be faint um, as it pertains to Nigeria. And uh, mm-hmm. perhaps the experience in South Africa was not long. But when you relate to your peers... On the yes. continent of Africa, what would you say in your experience is some of the most fundamental differences, especially when it comes to your industry of fashion? What is the fundamental differences between uh, Canada and Africa? Mm, that's a very good question. Hmm. The fundamental differences. I would say um, style, 
Style mm-hmm. confidence definitely are some of the fundamental differences. Um, type of opportunities you'd come across. I feel like being a creative here in Canada, um, there's more access and there's more resources, mm. right? And because of that, it I wouldn't say getting in my industry is easy, but um you you have the ability to make the right connections because once you have decided where you're going, you just know where in your environment to draw those references from or to draw those connections from. And I feel like in living in, like I say, Nigeria or in South Africa, for example, it's I feel like it's um a bit difficult to to make certain advancement in your career. Mm. maybe because of how tight-knit the the creative or fashion industry is um funding I would say is a big thing as well um lack Mm. of funding and that's something I'm doing research in right now I recently started a research fellowship with an international um organization called Council of International African Fashion Education and they're based both in UK and, and Ghana and what they have us do right now my research focuses on um, the social sustainability using research and policy to um, make the fashion workplace a better place for for people living in in um, the continent of Africa, right? So mm-hmm. things I'm learning a lot about is like lack of um, lack of funding, government funding, lots of lack of um, even the, the mindset of like appreciating the career mm-hmm. of an artist or fashion like um designer or stylist is not taken as seriously living in the continent of Africa compared to here so the boldness for me I I, I even I would even say the boldness for me is because of my ability to feel like I know I can do what I want to do Mm -hmm. right so also the main fundamental differences is actually in the mindset of how people look at the type of career that I'm in as well Let's take a look at that career, and especially from a Christian perspective, do you mm-hmm. feel like as kingdom citizens, we have fully embraced or understood the impact of the fashion industry on our culture and our world? Um, I would say for me personally, it's form of a ministry. I've gotten to learn um, that my walk in this in this in this industry is actually my ministry because from a young age I've always loved fashion mm. I've always if I remember when I lived in South Africa I've always wanted to style up my uniform in somewhere some form <laughs> even though we're not allowed to do that <laughs> I'll always try my best to be like okay let me add this let me add that you know <laughs> and I feel like um um as a Christian in the industry you have to be diligent and you have to be you are still tuned to radio pulpit and radio k pulpit the program is called elevated i'm your host jenna lee belong and uh, we are busy talking to the inspirational incredible nifemi ashani she is a pan-african nigerian canadian and internationally published fashion stylist a culture curator and multimedia writer and uh, in case you don't no, in case you missed it, she's based in Edmonton in Canada. 
And Nifemi, thank you so much once again for sharing your story with us today. I want to ask you about the most difficult times in your life thus far. Tell us about, for instance, one of those instances and just briefly how you got through it. Um, I'll definitely talk about um, my balance with education and my career. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm completing my final semester of my bachelor's degree in uh, marketing, management and marketing. Mm-hmm. And um, in the recent years, I've like a bit struggled with um, balancing my education and taking on jobs. And there'll be times where um, my education life is, in a, is deteriorating in a way. <laughs> yeah. And then career is just, you know, looking good and looking good. And um, that had been very difficult for me, especially last year, because I wanted to take a break from school because I've just like this type of just the shame that I that I felt and just like the my grades were not looking good and everything like that I felt so much shame and just disgrace I was like oh my goodness you know what let me just take a break from school and just focus on my work just focus on my work but then over during the summertime came after my semester and I was just praying and just like talking to my my spiritual mentor talking to my parents and they advised me not to do it because I was like almost done, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I feel like I can, I have, I have the ability to actually like expand in my career and everything. But the Lord had just revealed to me during that summertime that there's a place where He wants to take me, and for me to finish this education is very important. For me to just finish school and get it over with is very, very important. So that was very, very difficult for me because. Um, coming back to school, I would it would mean that like some of my peers that had already graduated, mm-hmm. right? And I have to come back to school and be like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> I need to finish the studies. Mm-hmm. But I thank God. I really thank God because He gave me so much revelation on how to proceed, what to do, how to help, what would help me stay productive in this um last few semesters of my education, and. That helped me really overcome the the shame that I had felt initially because of the poor grades that I was getting in a few of my classes. Mm-hmm. But then when my semester started in um in this past fall, um, it was actually my best semester yet, to the glory of God, because wow. I was very intentional about ensuring that okay, I'm I'm finishing and I'm gonna finish really well. That was my goal. I'm finishing but I have to finish well. And I just thank God for his grace to, to do well in school. And right now it actually even landed, like um, landed me this research fellowship because the Lord used a destiny helper to um, bring this um, um, fellowship program to my view. Mm-hmm. And after I did the application and everything, they were so happy. Um, they loved what I had to offer, and they're like, "Yes, we want to take you on." And now, actually, I I started the research fellowship earlier this Monday. It's very fresh, fresh. Wow. So I'm starting it, and plus, I'm doing my education at the moment. I'm not really focusing on my fashion stuff, so I can finish school mm-hmm. this um semester by the grace of God. But yeah, that was really tough, you know, being um a student and balancing work at the same time like because I just know the way my the way my mind works like when I'm focused on one thing I'm like focused on that thing so having to now be like okay I'm a student again each each after every summer break I'm like coming back to school and Mm -hmm. I kind of have to like remove that business 
side of me and really focus on school had always been a difficult transition for me mm-hmm. that like in a way caused um a delayedness in my mm-hmm. education my educational journey but i give god the glory now Absolutely. that um, is moving moving accordingly thank god glory to god uh, and i'm sure that uh, any young person who's listening right now they are so inspired by your your vision by your virtue by your work and the hustle you put in uh, i am mm-hmm. very very sure somebody's inspired i want to ask you about this uh, caption that you wrote or a portion of the caption that you wrote recently it says it's inspired by a journal entry that you wrote i carry the spear and shield of a warrior and this is what interests me the next sentence it says i must take charge to develop and protect my area of dominion tell me your thoughts behind that sentence i must take charge to develop and protect my area of dominion thank you thank you so much for for asking that question um you're actually the first person to ask me this question (laughs) So I I attend the church called Cornerstone Christian Church of God here based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And we were doing a series last year called Declare with Pastor E. So my pastor's name is Pastor Emmanuel Adewersi. And each, every day, so like 8 a.m. and um, every day, 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. We would would meet on on his Instagram live to, to make declarations, very, very powerful declarations. And during that time, I think I don't remember what month was it. It was definitely prior to when I posted to posted this, made this post. Mm-hmm. We had um, we're doing a series about taking dominion, mm. right? And during that time, I was learning what does taking dominion mean look like for me. Mm-hmm. And for me, it definitely looked at like taking dominion in my area of of um uh, of calling. Mm. Right, in in my school and taking dominion in my relationships, in my spirituality, in my faith in Christ Jesus. So I had written this because, um, like I like I said, I'm in an industry. I feel mainly because of my industry. I'm in an industry where you can't you can't be a chicken. <laughs> to better say, you can't you can't be sure. a chicken. You can't you can't be soft. To you can't be soft in the industry, and especially this past time, I had experienced a lot of things where. I had to speak up for myself in the way that I didn't know that I, I that I needed to speak up for myself because there'll you know, be times where things are spoken to you and you know our words are powerful and I had to rebuke those words because like, that is not that is not me. I don't receive what you're saying towards me. So I carry the spear and the shield of a warrior that I carry the armor of God. Mm. My my voice is an armor. Everything I say, everything I that that I'm thinking I am prophesying truth right I'm saying things that 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 is declaring what I want to see right I have domains even before I even started started a job I always be praying that I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that this 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 um project will go well mm. um the people I'll meet I will make great connections I'll be able to empower someone's life I'll be able to to be empowered positively, right? No weapon fashion of evil shall come upon me. All these things I'm I'm declaring before I, I'm going to the to 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 a job because you meet people that will say nasty things to you or just say ignorant things to you that you need to have a, a strong heart to be able to 
just not only just fight in your heart or rebuking your heart but to be able to stand up for yourself with your voice and be like no i don't i don't agree with this mm-hmm. right that's how you, you i must take charge of and develop my and protect my dominion because the higher you go in your industry the more the more the more ne- negative things you may face maybe like rejection mm-hmm. to bring down your name but because you have the spirit of christ in you you're not so quick to um always want to like pick a fight or something like that but you but you know that the lord is fighting your battles but also the lord is giving you wisdom and discernment before you enter spaces and when you enter those spaces you know how to carry yourself because you have the discernment the gift the the gifts of the spirit upon your life mm-hmm. right able to know how to operate within this this workspace right mm-hmm. and in your relationship example who are the people i'm supposed to create um relationships who are just meant to be my business partner who are, or, or who I can call true, like real friends, you know, who are met in my inner court, who are just supposed to stay in the outer courts of my life, yes. right? So, dominion and 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 um stands in ensuring that I'm building the right relationships. I'm building relationships that bring me closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. So those are, the, those are the things that that I mean when I'm, I'm taking charge because de- I'm still developing it because. There are areas in my life where I'm wanting to grow more um, emotionally stable and mentally stable in. That's where the development part comes in in my statement that I I must take charge to develop and protect. And protecting is means like guarding my heart mm. is what I was saying. But it's guarding my heart because there's so many things that you see in life where if you if you don't guard your heart, it's so easy to be susceptible to the enemy's like you know um, tactics and temptations and whatnot. So it's also looking at, okay, what systems am I building in place to ensure that my heart is guarded from this, from this thing? Very, right? very, 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 very true. Um, we've unfortunately run out of time and there's so much more that I would have wanted to ask you. Uh- I, yeah. I can't believe it, uh, Nifemi, but I'm very sure we will talk again in future as we follow yeah. your journey and your testimony. Um, I, I just want to ask you this very, very quickly. What is a culture curator? Because you, like I said earlier, you're an internationally published fashion stylist. I That, that is incredible. Um, but then you're also a culture curator. Just very quickly for somebody who might be listening and finding this, um, uh, this career path interesting what does a culture curator do so a culture curator is somebody that um for me i mainly focus on events so you're creating events that um enhances people's experiences so or even um activates um the experience of others right so you're creating engaging spaces that either tell stories about um let's say for me, example, I recently did a project with um, a group called La Connection Now, and they were hosting a blog party and it centered around like Africanism or like Af- bridging the gaps between um, African stories and being a Canadian um, resident or citizen, right? Mm-hmm. So creating a space that that activated that that um, that um, story in, in a sense. So you're, you're bringing forth um, things like, let's say, um, creating culture pieces having mm. culture pieces like artifacts or you're having people who are performing that relates to the theme and whatnot so yeah just to break it and ensure like a culture creator yeah. is somebody who has a heart and understanding of um um galleries or museums or 
um mm. has done like a lot of research and collected and able to interpret and display those things that you have done in research in in a way that can be consumed by people through interactive spaces through digitalized spaces it's it's a very it's a very broad um 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 job description but when you go into you can definitely much specialize in different things for me i specialize in in creating engaging events that mm-hmm. brings people closer to understanding um um fashion stories or black stories and these people who actually are culture creators who work in museums and galleries mm-hmm. and whatnot so there's a lot that you can do in 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 that space for sure so so interesting and i bet that that just opened up someone's mind this industry is just so broad and vast and there's so much that you can do in it we've been speaking to nifemi ashani i want to thank you so much for your time today and in literally one minute i just want you to um share a word of encouragement or motivation with our listeners today what would you like to leave them with nifemi Yes, um, I would definitely say as a for all my Christians and people who are not even Christians as well, is um be intentional about what you put out there. Be very, very intentional about who you connect with, what you share on social media, what what your art speaks for. Definitely understand um what your art speaks for. Because I feel like at the beginning of my career, I just wanted to just share a bunch of things, just post if, just anything that I wanted to post, just get attention and whatnot. But I've grown to learn that intentionality is key. Intentionality in what my work is saying to people is key. The message that I'm portraying is key, right? I want people to be able to look at my work. I want you as well to be able to see, okay, when people look at my work, what are they seeing? What message is here? How would they feel? You want mm-hmm. to be very intentional about your art and also be intentional about the knowledge that you're acquiring as you as you grow in your artistry, right? There's so much vast knowledge out here. And this, if you want to be a photographer, for example, don't only just learn photography, be able to learn cultural reference. How does fashion have a play in it? How does um, your social environment or sustainability or um, the economy has a play in your in your work because it, it will give you a competitive um, edge to what mm-hmm. you're doing you're able to draw in so much references and when you're viewing the world through your lens you're able to pick things that a lot of people may not have seen and, and create beautiful stories out of it so yeah. be very fast in your knowledge of of, of um, body of work mm-hmm. and if nifemi where do we see your work where do we keep uh, up with you um right now i would say um my instagram I'm very active on um, social media, like Instagram, um, LinkedIn. At the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm updating my website. Um, mm-hmm. So that would obviously be linked on my Instagram and my LinkedIn. So you can follow me at Oluwanifemi. So O-L-U-W-A-N-I-F-E-M-I. This, so I have four I's at the end. I-I-I-I. So that's my um, Oluwanifemi. That's my um, Instagram mm-hmm. handle. L-U-W-A-N-I-F-E-M-I-I-I-I. And then for LinkedIn, is my full name, Oluwa Nifemi Ashani. My last name, Ashani, is A-S-H-A-N-I. So that's where you can find me very much active because I'm really into the business of fashion. So I'm active both on the visual side of it, which is Instagram, and then the business side of it, which is um, LinkedIn. So you guys can follow me, connect with me on those spaces. And for my web, on my website, I'm, I'm updating it right now, but they'll be linked on those both um, platforms. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. God bless you. And thank you for joining us all the way from Canada today. God bless you and the incredible work that still lies ahead of you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Up next, we have Tasha Cobbs with Break Every Chain.